Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive the music industry. My name's Phil, a mixing and mastering engineer. I hope you're doing well. I'm recording this on a windy, stormy night. Um, you may be able to hear the rain. I'm not sure. <laughs> but there we go. Either way, uh, it's not too nice outside. And I've been inside today, which has been quite nice. So if you're in uh, lovely weather or horrible weather, grab yourself a drink, be it hot or cold, and listen in to what I have to say. I don't know why I said it like I'm a great storyteller, but I have now. So <laughs> I wanted to talk this week about resilience. And I think I'm feeling that way because I'm I recognized in myself recently that I'm getting towards burnout and I've sort of suddenly kind of gone, ah, I've recognized it. And I just thought talking about resilience and how to kind of recognize these things and disappointments and setbacks would be a really great topic of conversation because I can guarantee that some of you are going through this right now or are about to because you know how it is. If you're doing music full time or even if you're doing it in your spare time with a day job and you've got family and friends to see and all those things, there's lots of pressures and there's lots of things that could go wrong. So I think kind of recognising this stuff and understanding it is really helpful for your def- your personal development, to be honest. This is almost like self-help, but it's, it's, it's not. Trust me, it's a lot more practical than that. So I wanted to talk first about disappointments. So disappointments are what you think they are. I'm trying to think in a kind of musical context, but like say um, you were hoping to get three gigs this month and you only managed to get one because the places other places you inquired didn't want to book you or something like that it's something that you know happens and you kind of it just kind of emotionally kind of gets you go oh oh this is terrible and it's it's often those moments where you can kind of despair and go nothing's going right everything's going wrong this is awful this is horrible i hate this all ah i may as well give up why am i even doing this that kind of thing i think the first thing I'd say about that is don't beat yourself up about it. Like this is something I've had to learn. Don't beat yourself up about it. Mentally understand what's going on. Take what you can learn from it and then move on. Don't beat yourself up about it. I think moving on as quickly as you can is a really helpful way to deal with disappointments because you think, okay, fine. What about the next thing? What about the next goal? What about the next task? Whatever it may be. And that way you kind of don't give yourself time to kind of overthink it because I often think overthinking things is what is what makes disappointment even worse, to be honest with you. I think a good way to kind of reframe it if you need that kind of thing is to think about all the things that have gone well say in the last month six months year whatever it needs to be what's gone well even if it's nothing to do with the goal that you've just kind of not met or the thing you've not managed to do what has gone well and then in that in your head kind of think about those things and mull over those things that will mentally help you this is not me saying that the thing you know say you haven't managed to get a good way you hoped you would it's not me saying that that's not necessarily a problem that needs to be fixed this is about your mental health your mental state which is really important to protect and defend the next thing that you might come across is setbacks so it's slightly different to a disappointment in that it's something that kind of doesn't go quite as well as you hoped and it's maybe not as kind of emotionally impactful as a disappointment but it's equally important say for example you released a song um a couple of months ago and you got ten thousand streams on spotify in a month i don't know for example and then you thought great cool we've learned our lessons for the next release we're going to do even better and then you've released it and then in a month it's only got eight thousand streams and you go oh 
that's not as good. We're not progressing. We're not making progress in the way that we hope to. That kind of thing you might call a setback. And I think the way you want to think about this is two things. One, they are inevitable. They are inevitable in your kind of progression, in whatever you're hoping to progress in, in your job, say, in your music production, in all sorts of things. There is not really a way around setbacks. You're going to encounter them at some point. You'd be incredibly lucky to never encounter any of them. In fact, I'd almost say weird, but there we go. Um, And the other thing you want to think about them, the way you want to approach them is think about them as learning opportunities. And I hate this kind of positivity talk, I'll be honest with you, but thinking about them as learning opportunities will really help you to um, just mentally shift what it's doing and it'll take away that idea of of like oh you know this has not gone as well as we hoped this is all terrible and it kind of moves you on to what can i take away from that what could we do better next time that kind of thing that's a really helpful way of thinking about setbacks the next thing i want to talk about is fatigue so fatigue there's a few different things there's physical fatigue and emotional fatigue and they kind of are what they say on there they are on the tin to be honest with you And I've started to realise that I've got a bit of both actually at the moment in my life at the moment. It's just sort of happened that way. Everything's been happening. I've not given myself time to stop. I'll come on to that in a minute. And it's just, it's, it's not helpful. Um, It's fatigue is a really good indicator of being on your way to burnout on your way. And it depends how tired you feel and how kind of fed up you feel, (laughs) to be honest, with how close you are to burnout. Burnout is kind of where you go ah, and you lose all motivation to do sort of anything within your area that you feel burned out in. And that's no good at all. That's really going to harm you, to be honest. So I think recognising fatigue and recognising burnout is really helpful. How do you spot it? Well, are you getting tired? Are you waking up tired? Like, don't get me wrong. If you're not sleeping enough, then that's is what it is if you can't sleep then then yes you're on you're on the way to burn out but if you're just going to bed too late and that's that's different but if you're feeling like you wake up and you go oh, i'm just so tired um and you're kind of not really breaking out of that that is a good sign or a helpful sign that you're on your way to burn out you've got fatigue and you need to deal with it how do you manage it well what brings you joy what brings you energy? What do you enjoy? And you may say, I really like playing guitar. And if it's the thing that burning you out is being in music, then you've got to find something else. It may be that you have really like, I don't know, why not? Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Who remembers that show? I think it was terrible. My wife loves it. There we are. So <laughs> if you're feeling really burned out, then go and watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Go and enjoy it. Take some time for yourself. It's a very modern thing, but self-care is really, really, really important. Self-care is going to help you avoid burnout. Um, Can you take some time away? Say if it's your work that's really getting you down, can you take some time away from it? Is it social media that's getting you down? Can you take some time away from it? Can you go on holiday, say, and not turn your phone on, for example, if it's social media that's going to be getting you down? That is going to help you. It's going to take you away from the thing that's, that's causing you problems and give you a bit of time to rest and reset. I think that's a really good way to think about it because ultimately what you're trying to avoid is burnout because I've been there once or twice. Burnout's no fun. Any of you who've been there, you know exactly what I mean. It's just no fun. So here we are trying to avoid it. As I said, what you want to do is with disappointments, move on. Don't beat yourself up. Setbacks, 
treat them as learning opportunities, find out how you can progress using that information. And fatigue and burnout, spot it, manage it. Essentially, take some time for yourself. It's really important. This has been less musical, but I think it's really a helpful thing to consider because I think a lot of musicians can end up really burnt out on this stuff. I've seen it and then it all goes wrong. You know, bands disband, that kind of thing. Band members leave. So we want to avoid that, don't we? so thank you for listening to another episode of the music survival guide if you liked it then please rate and review the podcast wherever you listen it really helps the algorithm and i really would love more reviews more people to discover what we're doing here please also share it with any friends and bandmates if you thought it was useful if this talk about kind of spotting this stuff is really helpful then go for it share it with them you can only help them you can only bless them by sharing this information with them if you're thinking about recording and mixing and you want to talk about it feel free to reach out to me via my links in the podcast description somewhere below or above or sideways depending on what system you're on and i will see you next time